So I wasn't really sure before sitting down just now what I wanted to talk about. I just knew that this was the perfect chance to express. And what I usually do before I begin these podcasts or any kind of channeling work that I do is I'll ask myself the question, what do I need to release? Or if I'm working with a client, I'll say to their higher self just before starting their session, I'll ask what does and I'll say their name, what does Amy, for example, need right now? And I usually get my answers and I usually am able to deliver. So I asked the question before sitting down just now and I ask, what do I need to release to the world? And then fear of being um, disliked or fear of being, of standing out, forward slash kind of bullying came up and I was someone who was bullied basically throughout my whole teen life and even extended into my adult life. So I feel like I have some experience in that department and I also know it still happens to a lot of you out there. You know, when we're even in our 30s, it still happens. It just happens in a little bit of a more civilized way you know in your work world or even your friendship groups I know mean girl slash mean boy syndrome is still happening even in this day and age so I thought we can talk about that and share my experiences of how I navigated that journey how I felt at the beginning how I overcome it and how you can also use it to be your strongest asset in your toolbox because let me tell you standing out being the odd one out and being unique is a gift okay you were not made to fit in you were made to create spaces so let me just start this introduction with telling you the listener right now stop trying to fit in because your piece was made uniquely you're not supposed to fit in so stop trying to force the pus the puzzle to fit use what you've already got to your advantage and just be you and you'll find your ways the more you accept okay i'm different okay i don't fit in okay i'm out there the more you can accept that the more clear it's going to feel as to why you're different, why you were made different and why you were able to realise it. So many of us go through the life not realising that we're different and we force to fit in, we force ourselves to dress like everyone else, get into the same careers as everyone else and do the same things more or less as our kind of group around us and when then blocked to really seeing that we were different the whole time but we just became so good at fitting in we kind of did force up that puzzle piece and we kind of sit with everyone but we know deep down the puzzle isn't sitting 100% so let me just tell you that right now first thing you need to do is accept that you're different and you're amazing please don't forget that where do I start first let me just start with what it looked like for me in realizing that I was different and how the people in my life so school peers and school kids and even friends they told me I was different and that's how it's going to show up for you you're not going to feel different until someone highlights it to you because otherwise how else would you know unless you've been shown the contrast 
how would you know you're different if you don't know what you're different from so you're usually going to get it in some kind of bullying being picked on feeling left out and I want you to take that as a gift that is the biggest gift I wish I knew this when I was 12 oh my gosh I wish I knew this please oh gosh you are being given a gift when you when you first get the first signs of being the odd one out first received my gift when I was 12 it was when I started secondary school um, so I was year seven I think I was like 12 or 11 and oh my god I think I I got the gift really clearly on my first day of school I remember walking home and I was walking with my twin brother and then we passed these group of older kids I don't think they went to the school that I went to but they were just in the area and then they said to me oi you are you a minga and for those who are are London bred you know what the word minga is and you know it ain't a nice word right I didn't even know what that word was when I heard it. I was just like, what? Well, I looked at my brother like, what, what, what are they saying? And that was the first time I ever got basically indirectly called a minger, which basically means like ugly. And yeah, and then it kind of just started from there. The moment I started my secondary school experience, it was just basically gift after gift. I was constantly being reminded that I was not one of them so the way my school worked was I think there was quite a mixture in in cultural differences but the most common nationality was British English I don't ever think that my race made a difference to these kids I just think that they just saw someone who didn't look and act like them and they used that as their kind of target bullseye and also I wasn't really the kind of person that was surrounded by lots of friends I had my little group of friends because I went to a primary school and the friends that I had there ended up coming to the same secondary school as me so I had some friends there But the thing was, those friends, so the the way that my school worked is they split my year group into two, group A and group B. I was in group A and then all my friends that came over in group B and those two groups never mixed. Even in your, your classes, your form classes, they never mixed them. So I essentially never saw my friends unless it was break and lunchtime. And back then we didn't have phones. So we couldn't just text and be like, let's meet up in the courtyard, you know, at lunchtime. And it was just a matter of luck if you just saw your friends um, at a spot and then you would be with them. And at the time, I don't think we were that close that it it was like the normal thing to always be around each other. So I was alone most of the time, which was kind of fine by me, but it made me a target you know when you see kids sitting alone they will target you because they see that you are an easy target so it got so bad that halfway through year seven I requested to move form classes so I could be on the group with all my friends at least I was I was with my friends and that helped a little bit but it never really stopped I think it lasted for about four years three three and a half to four years of bullying and I never I never knew why I never had a specific thing that these kids would point out I was just always the one that would start something with them and it would start off small like say or do something my way and I would retaliate so I would 
say something back or maybe give them a dirty look I would basically challenge them but I wouldn't say I was being argumentative at all I just wasn't being quiet and that was always the trigger for them so as soon as I said something back they would then rally all their friends up I swear to god they would literally rally everyone up and they would say we're gonna come get you after school and they would follow me home okay they'll literally push me in the road as I'm walking home they would follow me home push me in the road one girl spat in my face another time they threw like bronzer powder all over me it got so horrible and every time I would go to the teachers they didn't do nothing it was just what can they do you know you can't expel 50 kids so it was just yeah an ongoing thing and I think it calmed down towards my last year I think everyone started to grow up and we had exams and by then I had different friends from different year groups as well so it made things a little bit better what I started to notice in those early times was what that would come to my mind is every time I opened my mouth I would have trouble and that was the reoccurring pattern for me. I remember this so clearly, even with sometimes my own friends. My, I think my friends were really nice people, but they didn't want to have the bullying come their way. So they never stuck up for me. I don't remember anyone ever really sticking up for me and kind of helping me through it they would just kind of sit there and watch it all happen or they would walk off it was horrible because then you're left like well I'm not about to follow my friends because then it would happen to them so I would just stay where I am and it would happen to me even with them they would even say that I was weird or always tell myself okay it's Monday morning it's the start of a new week this week I'm not going to get into any trouble I'm going to keep my mouth shut and I would always start my week like that I would always basically say don't talk don't be yourself and that was literally how I lived those four years I was constantly suppressing being myself and I didn't even really know what myself was I think now as an adult looking back remembering some of these kids I remember some of them having really troubled home lives. I don't really know too much of them, but I've been able to reflect and realise that some of these kids had really troubled home lives and they were just looking for an output. They were looking for a release of some kind and they felt powerful in their position. They felt like at school they had a million friends around them they had all the power in the in the in the world to make someone feel as small as they probably feel in their home life and me being that easy target it was easy for them so that was what I was able to really acknowledge now and now I can honestly say I've let all of that go I can't say I'm fully healed from it because I still have a lot of insecurities around being around groups of girls not necessarily that I'm scared it's going to happen again because if it happens again I'm so much more secure in myself it wouldn't knock my confidence but essentially you kind of relive that trauma that you that you once went through so there is almost a fear element of that happening again and also when you're a bit older you tend to pick your friends a bit more carefully so I worry that if it happens again it's most likely going to happen with the people that I've selected to be my my life and 
I don't really want to have to cut these people out because these are the people that I'm either you know they're my family or they're my you know true friend and I don't want to make those hard choices so that's kind of um why I wouldn't want it to happen now and I don't think it will happen anymore I think I've really like let a lot of people go in the last few years and I think now I've got a nice refined group of people around going back to why they are most likely to um, make you feel small is because like I said they they feel small in some area of their life and this doesn't even have to be just around teenagers you can be in your 20s 30s 40s and if you are experiencing anyone making you feel small whether that's comments here and there making jokes at your expense or even just the banter but you're not feeling good about it or maybe someone's crossing boundaries there is something internally happening with that person where they feel small they feel powerless or they feel insecure and you are either triggering them or you are their emotional release both ways it's not okay like it is not okay to use anyone for that way to to release their their trauma and emotions but you've somehow been selected so if you cannot avoid it this is what you can do first of all just be aware that it's not personal even if it ever sounds like it is and even if it does become personal somehow it never started as being personal okay it just turned personal it's never really about you it's more about them and what they're going through and unfortunately you are just that mirror and they don't know how to handle it they don't know how to manage their emotions it needs to come out somewhere and unfortunately it comes out like that so just remember for starters it's not personal and it's not about you you've done absolutely nothing wrong okay you being you minding your own business you've not said anything to this person you've not offended them in any way it's not you okay it's them what you can do is try not to build this narration in your mind that there is something wrong with you and that they have the right to put you down they're this horrible person because if you feed into this drama that's now happening it will get worse it will become more amplified and the power lies in their hands this is literally what i did i constantly thought that i'm just weird i don't know why these kids always have a problem with me every week i'm just weird don't fit in um, I seem to open my mouth and I cause problems and I cause fights and these kids literally want to beat me up every week I did this and it just got me nowhere so please don't let this become your story please don't let this bring you down and make you question who you are and what is wrong with you there is just something happening with them so acknowledge that they are a human being in pain but even now when you're in your 30s and onwards and you're an adult you're not in school anymore and you're experiencing this kind of dynamics with anyone that person is in pain hurt people hurt people okay acknowledge that and i know you don't want to do this if someone told me this when i was 12 i would have been like no way but let me tell you right now allow that person to feel what they're feeling you don't have to acknowledge it that it's right but they're going through something so let's give them some compassion you can just do it internally to yourself you can just acknowledge that they're in pain and that's it 
doesn't doesn't make it right and it doesn't make it acceptable but they're in pain and that automatically transmute the energy from them having the power because they essentially lose that upper hand of I'm better than you so I have the right to do this no they're just in pain they are not equipped to manage and handle their emotions so therefore it comes out in their dynamics and their communication and their attitude and their behavior the power becomes in the power goes to no one when you acknowledge that they're in pain and that's it so once you're able to acknowledge that they're in pain it's not personal they don't hold the power over you I want you to now start to accept yourself for who you are even if you don't really know who you are you're aware now that you're different because many people have made you feel like you're different take that as a blessing because someone had to tell you you're different honey someone had to tell you you are unique you weren't going to get it in a in a letter delivered by an owl from Hogwarts someone had to do it and they got the calling they were the messenger it weren't pretty it's not nice of course it's not nice to feel small and left out and just different but being different is a blessing it really really is so acknowledge and accept that you're different you don't fit the mold you were never made to fit the mold you were never made to fit in you were made to create spaces you were born to live an authentic individual unique experience on this earth and one day you're going to realize what that looks like so don't ever let them make you feel like you need to be different in order for them to accept you and treat you better because you fit their expectation and their standards this is something that I had a lot of trouble with because like I said every week I would start my week okay Sevjan you are going to start this week you're not going to say anything to anyone if they're rude to you you're not going to be rude back you're just going to stay silent never work don't know really what happened but it never worked I could never do it never bite my tongue but I still try to start my week off like that I still try to start my week by suppressing myself and really when I think about it all I was actually doing was defending myself because no one else did I was the only one that could defend myself the teachers couldn't even do nothing didn't have any friends to help me don't really think my family knew much I can't really remember how much they knew even then you know you don't really want your parents marching in the school do you so it was just me and you have only you use your tongue use your voice because you were born with a voice you were born with a heart and you were born with a tongue so use it use it wisely use it smart don't let anyone take you for a mug don't let anyone think it's okay to put you down use your voice but you can do it in a smart way I just didn't do it in a smart way I was just retaliating back because I wasn't taught how to express myself clearly in a way that made people know that I'd respect for myself I was responding with anger back and attitude because they were giving me attitudes don't forget who you are okay be who you want if someone talks down at you if you're in a workplace if you're in a social setting someone talks down at you just simply say that's not okay I don't appreciate you talking to me like that and then be done with it walk away and let them think about it if it's a friend warn them if they don't catch the warning 
get the scissors out honey and cut that friend loose because once they do it the first time mistake the second third fourth time those are choices they've chosen to miss the first warning they've called your bluff don't give them the power to choose because then you're the fool not them set your boundaries be clear in how you want to communicate your boundaries and what is okay and acceptable for your dynamics but don't stop being who you are don't do what they are telling you to do so if say someone makes fun of the way you dress don't start dressing differently or if someone makes fun of your hair or even the hobbies you decide to take part in let's say you start a new creative hobby and someone makes fun of it but maybe right now you don't feel that great with it don't stop because they're only triggered by your uniqueness your individuality they wish they had that level of confidence and individuality and that's why they're making fun of it that's why they're pulling you up on it and flagging it because it rattles them inside the resentment that they have for themselves is too much that they want to bring someone else down with them misery loves company don't ever stop a really interesting fact i heard about why we have a lot of fear of being left out and disliked and basically casted out from the group is it links back to our tribe ages so when we would all have tribes and certain members of the tribe were responsible for certain tasks like who was picking the blueberries who was building the fire who was looking after the children everyone had a role to play and if someone didn't complete that role it risked the livelihood and survival of that tribe if one of those people decides i don't want to be in this tribe anymore i don't want to have a tribe i want to be on my own and i want to do everything on my own in those day and ages it was actually impossible to be your own person and have all your survival needs met because like i said like everyone had their own task and they were probably really hard tasks and no one person could do all of that so then you risk the the risk of dying salmon or being cold or danger from an, an animal our brain now is conditioned to always seek our tribe and be with our tribe and when we feel like we are the odd one out or we don't belong or we're like on our own a lot that stress response come up in our brain like no 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 you're gonna die if you're on your own you're gonna die if you're not with a group or a a pack or a tribe you know a circle and that is why most people struggle with feeling like they don't belong or they don't have their their group because we haven't evolved really enough to to understand that times are different now and in fact we can survive with just us and obviously we know that because we can see that but somewhere in our brain the message has gotten lost so that's why a lot of us struggle with identity crisis and why we don't belong so just remember that times are different now you can be on your own you can have a very wonderful and flourishing life if you don't have a group a big group of people around you and honestly i don't see the fuss in having loads of friends around you because more friends more problem more drama no thank you there is nothing wrong with spending more time alone because then you've got more time to really find who you are what you're about what are your core values what's your purpose 
what do you want to give to the world how you want to feel i think it's nice to have just a select few people around you that you've spent a lot of time curating handpicking and then living your life in beautiful moments of oneness on your own every now and again what i've also learned is that we also tend to have this fear around breaking connections with people that we're friends with so let's say you have a friend or you've got a group of friends and somehow somewhere you've just decided that this friendship is no longer resonating with you and you want out you just don't feel like you you're vibing anymore you like them you love them but something is different within the dynamics and you're not feeling it so you want out but something stops you from breaking and cutting the cord again something comes up in the brain of you can't you can't cut this cord they're your life force they're your your lifeline they're your people maybe you've known them for a long time maybe you're related to some of them maybe you're in an environment where you still have to see them and you don't want it to be awkward this has happened to me in many situations where i've had people that i've known for years in my life and like in childhood i remember having two friends when i was um, in my teenage years one of them i grew up with for a very long time and our dynamics was always a bit weird she was always very disrespectful to me it always felt like she never showed me respect but I always try to show her respect and then we're in our 20s something happened something really small actually like there's been worse but something really small happened and that was my trigger she triggered me to finally cut the cord and I ended up telling her don't call me don't text me we're done we're completely done and was the most freeing thing ever so you might not even have anything big happen for you to realize it's done but when you feel it i need you to recognize that it is a sign that you are no longer on the same energy that person or those people because if you were on the same energy you wouldn't have been shown that something feels off you have to listen to your inner compass that shows up in your emotions your emotions are just thoughts in motion so if you feel something is off if someone is not making you feel good about your friendships and your dynamics you have to act on it and you don't have to make a big thing of it but you have to step away give yourself that respect so even if it has to turn a little bit sour and be uncomfortable would you rather be uncomfortable in that negative dynamic you have to pick your heart so what's harder living that way all that time showing yourself disrespect constantly or making a really hard choice cutting cutting that cord being a bit uncomfortable for a while but then feeling free after you've just given yourself this amazing breath of fresh air don't ever hold back from cutting people if they no longer make you feel alive and positive and aligned with yourself people are only with us to show us and teach us things we will incarnate here with our soul family and you will get to know who they are in time but most of the people you meet will be given to you to teach you something it will be either a lesson about yourself about your path your purpose your identity on your core value it took me too many years i think for me to finally realize my own worth 
and the way it showed up for me was in the kind of people that were in my in my life so I was constantly exposed to people who were belittling me putting me down validating my emotions and generally putting themselves above me I believe we all can be equals no one is better than anyone we're just different it took me up until I was like for my late 20s to really get to the point of that's it I've had enough and I just started making cuts left right and center it started with one cut and then every few years it would happen again and it was just the best feeling ever I don't enjoy cutting people because I'm cutting people but if I feel like someone is not adding value to my life and we've got this weird dynamics then I will choose to remove myself from that dynamics and most of the time it has to be completely removing them from my life and sometimes you don't even have to keep them removed sometimes you just need a break to step away from each other grow and you can come back together and live a harmonious dynamics this has actually happened with some people in my life where I had to remove myself from their existence we had to grow, we had to learn, heal. And then we've came back together and things are better than ever. We have a new form of living and communicating and it just feels a lot more more healthier than before. So you don't always have to cut and remove and get rid of people. Sometimes you can just take breaks. But if you feel an energy shift, you don't need to entertain it because you've known them for so many years or because they're friends with your friends or they're friends with your partner or you're married into the family or whatever you can take back your power whenever you want because you only have you no one is going to defend you best but you so please honor yourself by recognizing what is good for you I just want to leave you with one last thing before I close this session. I want to just remind you, you're going to do one of two things to people. You're either going to trigger them or you're going to inspire them. Okay, and the same goes back to you. You're either going to be triggered by someone or inspired by them. Recognize the difference between the two. Okay, triggering looks like negative comments thrown your way, belittling, invalidating challenging argumentative sometimes ghosting and just general silence okay so let's say you have started a project a new hobby a passion if you notice silence from your so-called people are because of your project or your thing that is them being triggered too they don't have to say anything for them to be triggered so recognize the impact you have on people and you have to the power to decide what you want to do from there if you notice you inspire people and you feel inspired by people hang on to that hang on to that connection because inspiration is contagious inspiration only leads to flourishing if you inspire someone you are giving them the gift of confidence because if they can see that you can do it they believe that they can do it but triggering is they see that you can do something, they know it's possible, however they are blocked by their own limiting beliefs in some way, yet they are unable to execute on that thing or do whatever it is they want, so instead they're gonna resist it and they're gonna backlash onto you 
and you don't need that you really don't you've got enough to deal with hang on to the people that you feel inspired by and that inspire you and that's all i'm going to leave you with thank you so much for sharing your beautiful energy with me this evening i had a really lovely time recording this one it kind of was a little bit painful to go down memory lane like I always say, I'm really trying to heal from the trauma that I went through with bullying and feeling left out. But honestly, I have learned so much. I really have. I don't think I really spoke about this much in this episode, but I am so grateful to every single person that made me feel like I wasn't, that made me feel like I was small, that I was different, that I was odd, that I was weird. I love the weird. I embrace it now. If anything, I look to be the most different person in the room. I hate feeling like one with the room now. I recognize the the specialness, the special beauty in just being you without a care in the world about it. As long as you're not doing any harm to anyone, what is the problem? So I'm so grateful for all of those experiences because it really, really highlighted and taught me who I am. If those kids never made me feel like that, I would have just gone through the motions like a clone, like everyone else in in that world. And I would have never found my purpose and my passions and probably wouldn't have been the person that I am today. There is so much beauty in suffering. And I always try and teach people around me that, like learn to suffer a little bit, learn to go through the suffering because there is a beauty at the end of it there is this success that you end up meeting after a period of struggling you really learn who you are you you refine the layers of you and you become so much more resilient so much more stronger you are more whole so embrace the struggle embrace the suffering you can do this i love you okay i'll leave you with that have a wonderful evening wherever you are thank you so much again for listening i also just want to remind you if you can rate this channel that would mean so much to me i am fairly new at podcasting and i'm still figuring out a schedule and when i upload so if you can rate this channel spotify will push it out and i can reach more people and know more of what to talk about and also if you hit the bell button at the top of the page you will be notified whenever a new episode gets released so you never have to miss a thing bye for now and i will see you in the next one bye